everyone. Welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is January 6th, Wednesday. I forgot that part. Uh, 2021. This is episode 50. I am Sarah and I am here with Tyler. How are you doing? I'm pretty great, thanks. That's awesome. We have a... Well, I wrote a lot of notes today. I don't know how you did the same. Not really. No, I think you're more prepared than I am today. Uh, we have kind of a two-parter today. Uh, we're going to start off with a movie we'll watch together, um, which was Birds of Prey. It was recommended uh, last week. Um, so I will get your initial thoughts first. So just so everybody kind of knows what we're talking about here. I know you said the title already, but that is the, it came out, I believe, February 2020. Yeah, it was early-ish. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was in theaters, obviously, before, you know, COVID pandemic kind of took off. So people, it did, it did have a full theatrical release. Um, so Birds of Prey is the uh, the new, was the new DC superhero film starring Harley Quinn, among others. I mean, the, the movie's called Birds of Prey, but you might as well just call it Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey because realistically, their Birds of Prey are in the movie for, I don't know, 10% maybe of the runtime, if that. Yeah, <laughs> so that, yeah. It's pretty much a Harley Quinn movie, but that's fine because I think... Just like in Suicide Squad, Margot Robbie was great in the role. Um, she, she's having a lot of fun with the role, obviously. Uh, I think she did most of the stunts herself, it looked like. like the way they shot them anyway, I, I find it hard to believe that she didn't do a majority of them. So yeah. good for her. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I kind of had low expectations going into this. Not because I'd heard bad things about it, necessarily. But just... Uh, I mean, I wasn't compelled to go see it in theaters last year when it came out. For whatever reason, um, I had heard some good word of mouth on. I think it got pretty decent critic reviews. I didn't really know anyone personally who had watched it until, of course, we got that recommendation last week from your sister. So, yeah, so you and I watched it. And uh, sorry, so you want my impressions first, or you yeah. want to jump in? Okay. No, no, no. You're doing like I agree. My I really like the acting. The acting was my favorite part. But I think a specific actor you liked the best. Uh, for me, I'd say the highlight of the movie was definitely Ewan McGregor. Yeah playing uh, Roman Sionis, a- a.k.a. Black, Black Mask. Mask. Yeah, he had a lot of fun with the role. It was very campy by design. Um, he definitely went over the top a couple of times. But again, I think that's just, you know, the way he was probably instructed by the director. Or I'm going to guess he didn't have a lot of free reign. They probably just told him, here's how nuts we want you to be. Yeah. Like he was pretty, I don't know, he was sinister sometimes. He was pretty, he's pretty, you don't usually see him in these kind of roles where he's playing just like a, really really bad guy like yeah, there's really sure. no redeeming qualities to him and that's no. one of my flaws with the movie is that i would have liked to have seen a bit more of his backstory mm-hmm. but i know that's not the focus of the movie i think that was so. the problem with every character though we didn't get the backstory of any of the birds of prey no well like i mentioned to you when we were after we watched it we didn't really talk during the movie but after we watched it we shared our thoughts and i said like this is the difference between dc films and marvel films for me is that just like with suicide squad dc they just shoehorn in a bunch of characters don't really give them the characters time to, you know, to get to know them, for them to evolve and yeah. get more of their backstory without having all these unnecessary flashbacks and narration. So, I mean, yeah, Marvel, they usually give each character their own movie or at least a big part in a supporting movie. So you kind of know where they're coming from. But with this one, like I said, a lot of it was just shoehorned in. Aside from Harley Quinn, which you already knew kind of her backstory from Suicide Squad right. or, or if you just follow the comic lore in general with Harley Quinn, you know where her background is kind of from. Like the movie does kind of a fun job. It has like a little animated intro to yeah, start the was, film, which is kind of cool. But then, you know, that, that style doesn't come back at all in the film. That was just sort of like the no. lead up. And then once it gets back into the real, real world, let's say it's, it's all, uh, 
I don't know. Okay, I wouldn't if, call if, it straightforward. No, no. <laughs> I to be honest, uh, one of the cons I had with the film was the overuse of the narration. Okay. I found it very. I, I found a lot of times. It's not that I minded the narration in general, which is a lot of times I found it very unnecessary. Okay. Like she'll explain something. And like, I know we can see that on the screen. You don't need to spoon feed it to me like a five. Cause this movie is obviously not designed for kids. It's yeah. an R rated film. Yeah. So you don't need to over explain things to me that I'm already seeing on the screen. That's a pet peeve of mine though. So I'm not going to just say this film's the only one that's guilty of it, but uh, yeah. And, and again, I, I don't mind movies that jump around a bit in the timeline, but this one just felt very messy with all the flashbacks. It was a seesaw. And yeah, it was a lot of back and forth. And especially that one part where, which annoys me, remember when she storms the police station for the first time yeah. and she starts shooting at all the... the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Within the first half hour. She yeah. started shooting up all the cops in the police station with the confetti gun and yes. the rubber beanbags and everything. Yeah. But then like she storms into the one room and she shoots and then the camera freezes and then she says like, oh, hang on, I'm telling this wrong. And then it reverses off. I'm like, okay, you know what? The whole unreliable narrator thing, again, mm. that's another pet peeve of mine. It's cute. A lot of directors think they're cute when they do it. It's overused in my opinion. And in this case, I just kind of rolled my eyes when it happened. I'm like, okay, let's go back again. You can, you know, but I don't know. I, I feel like I'm being too negative right now. I will say another pro. I thought the fight choreography was really good. Mm-hmm. Just like the way it was shot. Like and it wasn't like choppily edited. It wasn't, you know, like it wasn't uh, filmed close in. So you couldn't tell what was going on. It right. was actually the film, the, the action was filmed, you know, uh, wide lens so you could see everything yep. that was going on and you could tell the stunt we could appreciate the stunt work especially w- near the end yeah I was going to say probably my favorite part of the movie was the the setting in the last fight scene when they like went, a, yeah. in the fun house kind of area yeah. well, if we're going to say spoilers well it's so. not it's a, well, it's where it's, I know, it's I know. a fun house okay you're right um, but I really <laughs> enjoyed just the setting and just how different it had to be because and how the fight choreography had to be different because of the, the props mm-hmm. so it was cool yeah um, I mean, one thing that, and I thought about this after the film was over, I, it really, I really didn't, it didn't dawn on me during the film because I was just sort of like, I was going to say enjoying, but I don't really know if I was enjoying the film that much, but I was interested in where it was going to go towards the end. But I will say, so I wasn't thinking about this during the film. Now the film, my first impression was, okay, so girl power, right? <laughs> the movie is definitely very pro girl power. Because again, it, yeah. you have female director, female screenwriter. They weren't the same person. It was... Like, well, you can tell that with the soundtrack, though. That's where yeah. they were going anyways. But, and I get that they made Ewan McGregor's, Ewan McGregor's character really bad on purpose. Obviously, he's just a bad, bad guy. No redeeming qualities. But then I thought back to myself, and I thought, they made pretty much every guy in the film bad. Yes. Even, like, Doc, who was, like, the guy who ran the, oh, the Chinese. noodle shop thing yeah. or whatever, where Harley was living above. Yeah. And he eventually even kind of screws her over. And I'm like, okay, so this movie kind of has an agenda. Yeah. I get it. Like, it doesn't bother me, but I'm just like... Yeah, they went uh, really towards that one end of the spectrum where it's like every guy is bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and every girl has and every a problem girl with is a guy. awesome. Right. Uh, oh, I guess we're going to talk another, about another positive really quick. And and again, this turns into a negative for me because I felt like she really needed to get, <clears throat> sorry, more much more screen time was uh, Huntress. For sure. And Huntress I, like, was definitely a pro. She was awesome. Yeah, she yeah. was awesome. But I want to know her. And I feel like I just uh, but again, see, again, I, again, I didn't need her backstory. The backstory oh. stuff was handled so poorly. I didn't need the stupid flash childhood flashback things with her. and You just wanted to come in and be kicking butt? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even honestly need a backstory. Like, you could have just, she could have mentioned, she could have said in one sentence, like, oh, I'm killing all the guys to kill my family. Great. I don't need Harley to show me a three-minute mm-hmm. flashback of all that stuff. Uh, so, you know, another pet peeve of mine. But, uh, yeah, she was great. Uh, and, again, I, I point out to you, the actress, I think it, I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I believe, is how you pronounce her right. name. She was like she was, she was Ramona Flowers in the Scott Pilgrim right. movie. <laughs> She's been in a lot of other stuff. She was in like Die Hard Four. Oh. She was John McClane's daughter. Um, she was in season three of Fargo. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so she's good. Um, yeah. So, like, what? This is always my question after watching a movie. Would I recommend it to somebody else that I didn't know? Or say like, a, say like a friend or someone who I'd... If I wasn't sure that they had that kind of taste in movies, could I easily recommend this? And I'd be like, I don't know. Because it's one of those movies I watched it. And I'm like, okay, it was good. I really have no desire to rewatch it. Which Are, is a big thing with me, rewatching films. Would you be happy with a sequel though? Like you want to know where the Birds of Prey go. If when, if when Birds of Prey 2 comes out, will you watch it? If it comes out. I honestly feel like I feel like this I know it, thing. I know it critically, or not critically, yeah. but um, it bombed in theaters. By the definition of yeah, because just because of what probably the budget and the marketing yes. was for it, it wasn't like it didn't make money. It no. made money, but but not as much as needed. No, to. Um, I would say I'd rather. I would like to see more of the Birds of Prey stuff, but I would like to see it as like a short mini series. Okay, uh, yeah, you said that I think during yeah. the movie. Give me like forty-five minute episodes, six to eight episodes. I could take that, you know. Um, but yeah, and I sorry. One more thing that if honestly I had to say one really one thing I hated about the film, oh like absolutely hated, was that stupid segment. Uh, I was gonna say middle. It's not quite middle of the film, but when she gets like captured by Roman, okay, Carly, she's tied up, oh. and, and, and he he's, he, he she offers to get the dime back for yeah. him, and she has this stupid like Marilyn Monroe fantasy yeah. like, like singing like diamonds or a girl's best friend oh, thing, that too, but. Yeah. I didn't hate the fact that the, like, the song thing was very brief. I just hated the way it was shot and edited. Mm-hmm. It, it I get that it's all in her head and it's supposed to be like a weird fantasy trip thing, but I'm like, it was just really out of place, even for the, like how weird the film was. That particular sequence, I'm like, you could just cut that out. And yeah, nobody it would have cared. missed it. <laughs> yeah, that was my, the only part of the movie I actually kind of cringed at. The rest of the movie, yeah, like some of the humor was good. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm, not, I'm not unhappy that I watched it. Yeah. I'm glad I watched it, but... Would I watch it again? Probably not. <laughs> I have one problem with the movie. Okay. Um, my, Just one? <laughs> I have a list, but my big... Okay, I'll say my biggest sure. problem because you, you talked... I already mentioned some of them. Yeah, probably, you mentioned yeah. some of them for okay. sure. My biggest problem is consistency. Okay. The beginning of the movie was really over the top like action scenes they were flying everywhere like it was in anti-gravity and stuff like that like slow motion yeah like she punched somebody or they would fly eight feet in the air (laughs) right and then the second half of the movie became way more realistic like you would hit somebody and you would feel the impact and they would not go flying anywhere and then near the end of the movie when they needed out one person out of this whole movie has a superpower and they happen to use it then it's like, ah, uh, that feels like it was just shoehorned in there. So you could have. I mean, they did allude to it a little bit. Like the one scene where yeah. she's singing at the bar and she breaks the glass. Yes. So it's not like it came out of nowhere. But yeah, they definitely downplayed it. Yeah. Like I, I feel like you had those powers. You would have used in the whole movie. Mm. Like when you were in trouble, but you didn't. Yeah. And now we're in the situation. It's like, oh, we can show this off. So I am. Um, that was that was my biggest problem. But I agree with you. I wouldn't watch it again kind of thing. But I'm happy I did watch it. Yeah, appreciate the recommendation. Um, yeah, because I, I would have got around to watching it eventually, but I wouldn't have gone out of my way to like rent it or no. I, I would have waited to go on, for it to go on streaming eventually before I watched it. Probably so. You know, we got to watch it now, which is great. It was our first film of twenty twenty one. That's true. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so can I mention one more thing really quick? Oh. Then we go to games. I won't go take up too much time on this. I just want one other thing. I started watching because I got it as a Christmas. gift. Oh, sorry. Yeah, for sure. Um. So I as as a Christmas gift, I got um. All three seasons, because there's only been three so far. The fourth is in production, I think, or it's supposed to come out next year. But the th- all three seasons so far of Westworld, the HBO series that came out a few years ago. 
I'm not exactly sure what year it started, but uh, anyway, so I'm obviously starting by watching season one. I think there's 10 episodes in season one, um, and they're usually, I think they're around, I don't know, 45 or 50 minutes long. But uh, so, yeah, it's um, it's based on a, I think it was originally a book by Michael Crichton, and then it was, I think it was a movie in the 70s. So this is sort of like, it's not like this is like original material or anything. It's definitely a remake or like a reboot, you know, with obviously modern technology making everything a lot easier for the type of story they're trying to tell, but so far, I'm only three episodes in, um, but I love it. Honestly, the pilot episode it might be one of my favorite first episodes of a series ever. Ever. It hooked me right away. I was on the edge of my seat that whole first episode, just in- enjoying the world building they were doing. I mean, I knew going in, the acting I heard was great. Like, there's so many great actors in the, you know, you got Anthony Hopkins playing a, a main role, like Jeffrey Wright, uh, Evan Rachel Wood as the main character, Dolores. You, know, you got James Marsden. You got... Uh, Ed Harris, how can I not forget? How can I forget Ed Harris? Um, so they're all seasoned actors, for the most part, yeah. But um, and I knew I'd like it too because I think, at least for the first season, I think Jonathan Nolan had a major role in. Well, he wrote and directed the pilot episode, which is probably why I love it so much. Jonathan, so Christopher Nolan's brother, but Jonathan Nolan's also known for doing like Person of Interest. I was gonna say, is this what he did and, right after? Yeah. Okay, like yeah. when it was canceled, he's like, well, I'm going to do this now. I think, yeah, I think Westworld came out like 2016 or 2017. Okay, I can't so remember. yeah, right around time. With- but yeah, I love the first episode so much. Uh, not to say the second and third episodes are bad. It's taking its time building up the mystery of the rest of the world. I'm not going to get into spoilers yet because um, I want to talk about when I finish season one. I'll just do sort of like a okay. review, but I'm really liking it so far. Awesome. Yeah, so. Sorry, we can go to the video games now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so last week you alluded to wanting to talk about what we're excited for and what we're kind of going to go back to uh, that we started last year and yep. we'd like to finish up. So I kind of put my stuff into three categories. Okay. So I'll just tell you sure. like what we're going to start with. We're going to start with something stuff you're going to go back and beat that you started. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, an obvious one for me would be Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, that's when you're probably the farthest into. Yeah. Right? I yeah. like I am far enough to say I am doing the push to the end now. And I'm really loving it, so of course I'm going to go back to it. But I, I did not put Valhalla on this list because I think I'm going to drop it and start from the, the new trilogy again, Origin. Really? Okay. That's yeah. interesting. I think yeah. I'm going to go through all those. And I like to see the progression of the series. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to – that's a goal, but I also didn't put that on my, this year list. Um, but yeah. And I, I think I talked about this for a couple episodes, but Super Neptunia RPG was something I got quite far in also. And I figure, oh, I'm far enough. It's not great, but it's a good like podcast or watching GDQ game. So I will I will do some stuff with that. The obvious one for me, if I'm talking about a game that I want, since I already, I think, mentioned this on the mm-hmm. last podcast, my goal was to beat The Last of Us Part 2 by the end of January. Yep. Because that is the one that I'm farthest into right now in terms of a game in progress. Plus, I do want to see it through. It's not like I'm pushing myself to do it just for the sake of finishing it. Like, I actually do really want to see how that story yep. ends up, right? Sure. So, yeah, that's definitely my number one, like, to beat for 2021 i don't know if there's anything else you started last year that you would uh, uh vaguely i mean like i said i mean i kind of started Assassin's Creed valhalla i only got a couple hours in i really don't know if i count that um what was the other i mean it's not a narrative game obviously but i play probably put a few hours in the need for speed mm-hmm. hot pursuit remastered I'll, I'll keep going with that that's one of those games i can just pick up and play put an hour or two into and you know move on to something else so i'll, I'll see that through probably in the next couple months finish up that career or whatever Mm -hmm. lucas likes watching me play it that's true too um yeah but other than that narrative stuff uh, i don't think i'm really in the middle of anything else i mean 
in terms of something we're playing together, I think we're close to finishing the Ace Attorney. Yep. Do you plan to do the next Ace Attorney after that one, or do you plan to do something not I think we detective might, based? Yeah, I think we might turn this. <laughs> if we're going to do another visual novel, we might try a different style of game. Okay. I thought yeah. you might want to break from detective yeah, stuff for a while. Okay. <laughs> um, Fall Guys Season 3 is something I have really fallen off of Fall Guys. And I know it's an endless cycle of wanting to finish battle passes and season passes and stuff. And I think this might be the one where I don't make it all the way through. And that might be good for me. So I don't keep going back to it feeling obligated. Um, But one I would feel obligated to finish is Animal Crossing. Finishing my 365 day streak. (laughs) I will get to the end of that. And um, who knows what will happen after that. Unless they change something. I don't see a need to log in every day. Oh, and Persona 5. I am a third of the way through that game. This is my fourth try to get through that game. I have to do it this time. I have to. Like, come on now. Because there's so many other games coming out in the series. There's so many offshoots. And I can't play them until I finish this because they all spoil the ending of Persona 5. So, it needs to be done. But for the second part, I want to talk about games that came out in 2020 that you didn't play and regret or didn't pick up okay and regret not doing so do you have any of those i, I thought i i did have a couple i didn't know if like ghost of, ghost of tsushima was one of them yeah like i would I'll, i do want to play that one eventually um uh, i don't know i'm not sure about watchdogs legion i may not have time for one of those ubisoft type of games right now <laughs> i don't know if <laughs> So Valhalla um, is off the table. Uh, for now. Yeah, I don't really have any strong desire to go back to Valhalla right away. Maybe later on in the year I'll get the itch again. Try it. Um, what else uh, What else came out last year? I, I know you bought... Oh, well, I mean... No, I mean... Yeah, I, I guess I'll say this. I was going to say... I should have put it on my list of things that I will continue playing. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. I'm probably just going to restart it. So I'll say... Uh, I mean, I only got a few hours into Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. So I will just restart that. Are you going to wait for patches then? Yeah, I mean, I know, I know they've already done some patches. Mm-hmm. I think they're still planning a big one for January, yes. so I don't know if I'm going to wait for that to come out. Um, but yeah, so yeah, probably by next month, I'd say I'll be starting up Cyberpunk again for sure. Like I said, my one uh, colleague who who beat it on on Xbox, oh, he beat he, it already. Yeah, he he really liked it. Um, had a few obviously crashes, a few <laughs> bugs and stuff, but he really did enjoy it. So I want to go back to it for sure. Like I don't really have any, I don't have any interest in like the Call of Duty Cold War. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really have any interest to go back to Warzone either. To be honest, maybe uh, again since I didn't play it that much, I guess if I wanted to like play something on Nintendo Switch, like lying in bed or something, I might want to go back to Origami King, Paper yeah. Mario, because I heard that was good. What about you? Definitely Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. I started it right, like, but I only put like a couple hours in because I was not feeling it. Um, the combat. I hated it. I hated it so much. <laughs> but it's on everybody's game of the year list. And it's like, oh, I guess I should actually be serious about this. Oh, sorry. I Well, I was going to mention one more, but I'll let you keep going. Because you might have it on your list too. So, oh, this is my list here. I'll see. reveal oh. my list to you. Uh, yeah, I don't see it on your list. So I was going to say the one that came out later in 2020 that neither of us really got around to yet, but I've heard very good things about, or at least I'm intrigued by, is that immortals phoenix rising game oh so that's that you're looking forward to? oh you know what it was what? on one of my lists apparently it's oh, on this one okay so <laughs> I yeah I, I do want to try that one out 
I mean, it just came out recently, so it's not like I missed it, you know, months ago or anything. No, no, no. Yeah. That was the December game, so same as Cyberpunk, though, too. Right. Um, I laugh at myself because 2019's game of the year was Fire Emblem. I did not shut up about Fire Emblem. I loved it so much. Do you think I bought the DLC and played it? No. <laughs> Were you waiting for it to go on sale or something? It'll DLC? never go on sale. I oh, know better yeah, than that's that. True. So that's on my still to-do list. And the next two games, I was... I pre-ordered these games. I was so excited to play these games because they're remakes of games that look ugly on their previous system. And that's Xenoblade Chronicles and Tokyo Mirage Session. These are games I didn't finish on the previous consoles and they're wonderful games. And I just, I didn't even open them. <laughs> didn't open them once. <laughs> but that's not really new for me. No. <laughs> and the last one I feel really stupid for not playing is Sword Art Online Alicization Lic- Licorice. Yeah, a wonderful name. But I watched the whole anime series to catch up to the storyline of this game. And I didn't even buy it. <laughs> but if you have no other games to add, what are you looking forward to? So I got a little... Now, uh, I have a little list here. Now, these games for the most part, don't really have a set release date yet in 2021, which is not surprising. No. Considering the way the economy, yeah. not the economy, but the way the world like is. is. asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think these games probably will come out at some point in 2021, but like there's no hard release date on most of these yet. So I'll just say the ones I am looking forward to are, um, you know what? I was going to say Far, Cry- Far Cry 6, but I think I'll skip it just because, <gasps> well, because I, I really should you go already- back <laughs> and beat Far Cry 5 first or even New Dawn. And you already so. just, you said... You're not going back to a Ubisoft game, so. Well, I'd probably rather play Far Cry over Watch Dogs. Let's put it that way. Oh. I I, I mean, I do kind of want to go back and give Watch Dogs 2 another shot. Um, I just really enjoy the settings of both those games yeah. that I, I could go anywhere. Let's see. Uh, if if the new Horizon game comes out this year. Yeah. Horizon Forbidden West, I believe it's mm-hmm. called. It's currently possibly has a q3 q4 release schedule so we'll see i think sony needs it so yeah i think it will come out later in the year uh i think you and i are both looking forward to hopefully in the spring or early summer uh the mass effect yes that's definitely on my list the legendary mass edition legendary. yeah that'll be fun to play through those that's again. mass effect one two and three plus all their dlcs that's and that's right. like one game that we can agree on is awesome because <laughs> those are few and far between <laughs> um Sorry, I thought I had another one on my list during one sec. Your list? You mean the Wikipedia of 2021 games? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's not your list. True. It's a list. <laughs> I mean, whether it comes out on time or not, you you know I'm going to be day one on MLB The Show 21. <laughs> but the real question is, what yes. edition this year? Right. So I think last year I bought the, what was it called? The MVP edition, which was, I think it was like regular MVP and then... Is it, it's not called ultimate. What do they call their? their I forget what they call. But anyways, uh, the money one. I didn't buy the. I didn't buy like the hundred and twenty or hundred thirty dollar one that comes with like all the extra packs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I bought like the middle option, which comes with like you know comes with like ten packs, one diamond player, that kind of thing. I think this year I'm gonna go just basic because I just want to start out with like, especially if they're. I mean, I don't know this. I don't know, I don't know crystal ball, but if they're gonna treat twenty MLB the show twenty one like they're treating like they treated twenty where they're very generous with the programs mm. and giving a lot of card stuff away. Everybody has a million yeah, like dollars you don't, at the end of it. You don't need that huge advantage up front because realistically, yeah, if you, I mean, even if you buy the special bundle edition, you get like 30 standard packs open and 
and a couple of diamond packs. I mean, those diamond players are going to be uh, not pointless, but like they'll be uh, outranked within a month, yeah. you know, and then the standard packs could be all bust. So like, mm-hmm. why spend the extra money? I might as well just start off regular, like start off with the regular edition and uh, build your squad up the... Except you get really jealous when those people on YouTube open Trout on their first pack of the new game with their standard <laughs> pack, and you're just like, well, then. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we all know the content creators get a little advantage in that <laughs> regards. Those packs, I think those packs no. are a little boosted. Yeah, no. but we'll see. Uh, but no, I mean, as you know, I'm still applying the heck out of MLB The Show 20. I can attest that is the truth. Um, also very curious to see how my playtime is this year for Apex Legends. I still plan to play it. To be honest, I'd, I'd say probably in the last three or four days, I've only played Apex for, I don't know, three or four hours in total, maybe. Wow. Not, not a lot of time. Even yesterday when the new uh, like limited time mode with the new Pathfinder event thing sort of dropped, the fight night event, um, mm-hmm. I didn't play it at all yesterday. I was just playing MLB yesterday. And normally I'd be all over Apex anytime something new comes out yeah, with like all the new skins excited. and everything. <laughs> And I was just like, yeah, I'll get around to it. So wow. it's just, I don't know. I, it's not that I've hit a wall with the game. I just, I've, I've already mentioned this before in other podcasts, but I just feel like the skill level in that game is so high right now. Um, I just feel, and it's, it's not, it's just, it's not that I'm not having fun. It's that, it's that like one in 10, like maybe one in 10 games will have a really good game and the rest of the time. I mean, if I'm playing with friends, it's a lot of fun. Even if we're not having, even if we're not playing well, playing yeah. with friends is just a lot of fun in general. Yeah. But when I'm playing with randoms, it can get very frustrating. For sure. Um, not necessarily all their faults, but it's just it's just people just play very selfishly when they're playing with people they don't know. I find most of the time. Um, so, yeah, I am very. I, I I if I had to guess, I'd say, you know, if I'm still playing Apex Legends by the time MLB The Show 21 comes out, I would say my playtime would be devoted like 80% towards MLB and like 20 towards Apex, whereas before it was probably like almost a 50-50 type split. Right, maybe maybe yeah. even a little bit more towards Apex at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we shall see. What are you looking forward to? So I was thinking when I was writing this list, this might be the first year in, I'm going to say like seven or eight years, I have zero games pre-ordered. How much of that do you think is a product of how 2020 went? Like, it's not like, you know, I mean, so many games got pushed or so many games got, like not even just pushed for release dates, but pushed back to development. I mean, obviously PS5 and Xbox series just came out. So you figure within the next year or two, those systems will start getting more exclusive games, you know, like that. It's we're sort of in like the limbo year right now. I feel like where I don't think you're going to see a lot of huge AAA games this year, at least not early yeah. in the year. Like, well, so but it's different for the games I like because I like developers that are probably still going to be using the PS4 true. for quite a while. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like usually I would, but obviously talking about the games that I didn't even open in 2020. Like, why would I bother pre-ordering games if I'm not going to play them right away? Um, and it doesn't feel like a like a staple year like last year was. Like, last year had Final Fantasy, and it had Animal Crossing. It had Yakuza. It had Valhalla. I was looking forward to all those things. Where next year, or this year now, sorry, I don't really have something I am super waiting for. I feel like for a lot of people, 2021 is going to be a year to catch up on stuff. Yeah. Because like you mentioned, there was a lot of good games that came out in 2020, especially towards the last couple months of the year, sure. where people are just going to, I think, spend time playing those or, or replaying them, even if, you mm-hmm. know, I'm very curious this year, like not personally, like, because I don't use it that much, but just in general, I'm very curious what Nintendo does this year. 
for the Switch, I should specify. Yeah, this seemed like, like a, I, I don't know what kind of big games they got in the pipeline. No, for. it felt like a, like what did they have this Christmas? It was Pikmin. It was the Mario Kart Live Circuit. Um, I don't, I can't think of anything else big that they had. They were kind of relying on Animal Crossing still selling to new Switch use owners. But this was a a down um, AAA year for them for first party. Yeah. So I don't know what they got coming down the pipe. Well, Breath of the Wild 2. But that's a single game, I could probably say. Um, But I do have some games on here that are coming out to the system that I am excited for, such as Bravely Default 2. Um, I didn't really get into Octopath Traveler as much as I'd like to. And this is from the same developer. I didn't, maybe I didn't like Octopath Traveler because it's really disjointed. Where Bravely Default has the four characters, then their story intertwines. And they're all buddy-buddy, where the other one was just like, we're eight people and we're doing our own thing. So I'm hoping this is wonderful. Um... I, I've never actually beaten an East game, but East Night is coming out this month or next month. Uh, and I'm going off how cool you said East 8 was for the few weeks that you played it. <laughs> yeah, we all saw how that was going to play out. It was good for what I played of it. The demo came out this week for it. I heard about that, yeah. So I do plan to download it and see how that is, uh, see if it's worth picking up. Um. Oh, yeah, this is my this is my angry game. <laughs> this is my angry game. What does that mean? You'll see. Okay. Disguise 6 comes out supposedly this year i love the sky games i think they're so funny but in north america it's only coming out on switch and in europe europe gets switch and ps4 why would i not have the ps4 version here i can't play the switch version when knowing that there is a ps4 version out there that has trophies Maybe that's one thing you need to get over in 2021 is your trophy obsession. <gasps> because no, why? it's you just not even, the same. Okay. Just what, things don't pop up in the corner saying what's you the did last, awesome. What's the last game you platinumed? There was some. Oh, uh, Cyber Dimension Neptunia Four Goddesses Online. And that was last year in 2020. Yes, it was. Is that the only game you only game you platinumed I in 2020? I might have only done that one. I'm not as crazy as I used to be, no, but when I, they're not there, it just it just it, when it's in English and it's available to me, <laughs> I might import it. Have you ever platinum the Disgaea game before? No. Are you kidding me? They're really hard to play. <laughs> well, then what do you care about the trophies then? Because I don't Switch. want it on Switch. <laughs> well, when's that supposed to come out? Does that have a release date No, yet, not, a, okay. not a chance. Right. Um, Hogwarts Legacy. I, even, I don't I think it comes out next is. year. I don't even know what that it's is. It's like the... <sighs> Harry Potter has not had a great game. Like Since like the Game Boy games? I was going to say Game Boy games, yeah. Like they, they had the two mobile games recently. One of them was awful, in my opinion. Like dropped it like a rock i do like the um oh my gosh the walking the pokemon go clone i've wizarding i forget the name oh i know what you're talking about i I still play that from time to time but this is like a true i'm a student at hogwarts kind of game so i need that and i cannot see that coming out this year that game has been in development rumor forever so i'm hoping it's further along than i'm thinking it is and it's on PS5. So when that comes out, we get a PS5. Same with Final Fantasy 16. When that comes out, we get a PS5. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Atelier Ryza 2 comes out this month. I didn't play the Atelier Ryza 1. Because I failed last year. We no, we said last episode I failed. No, are you, you going to be so lost in the lore of Atelier? No, or... you you cannot deny this series. It's about it's all about. I can, a, I can. you can't, but I can. No, it's 
You're just going around the world and collecting ingredients and coming back and mixing them and doing quests for people. It's so chill. I just remember you getting mad at that one Atelier game that had that quiz or whatever. Okay, the quiz was really <laughs> stupid and time-based, and they've never done that before, and they've never mm. done it again since because it was that terrible. You had to read the questions to me, and it was ugh. Yeah. I know, Ugh. I know. The Atelier games, I, I've seen you play them for years. They've always been like your chill kind of games. Yes, they're so wonderful. Ever since they took out the time limit. Right. But uh, I'm so mad at myself last year for not playing Atelier Rise of 1. So I might try to slam that before Atelier Rise of 2 comes out. We'll see. Um, And last but not least, a game that I hope that comes out this year because I loved the last game so much. Tales of Arise. It was supposed to come out this year. What was the last Tales game that came Berseria. out? Berseria. How many years ago was that? That was like 2017, I think. And I loved that game to death. Um, So I'm really hoping this one comes out. And I'm hoping it's one of the good ones and not one of the poopy ones because that's happened too. But yeah, I think I couldn't think of stuff out of the RPG genre. Yeah, I, I, I can tell. For. Yeah. Well, it's, but I mean, again, I, I don't think there's a lot of games that are just known yet. This year, no, I know. think it's just why bother announcing it if you don't, or if you're not sure yeah. at this point. Um, just like Paper Mario last year, it wasn't announced until like a month before it actually came out. So, which was great. Like the hype train was high when it came out. So I'm hoping that'll be the case this year. It would be like, okay, we are gold now. Let's just announce it and release it a month later. I'm hoping that's the trend for this year, at least. It seems the safest. But, um... The one game on here that's not announced yet, that's not, probably not even in, in development that I would like to happen, is Picross 3D3. Please. And thank you. That's all. That's all I got. The, the only other thing we want to mention that sort of happened recently, I mean, it's still ongoing. It's not that it's over, but uh, with AGDQ 2021 yes. started this past Sunday. Yes, it did. Yeah, so it'll be over what Saturday night, late Saturday yeah, night? Yeah, I, I think the, the bonus game has already run into Sunday. So. Right. But yeah, okay. So basically, it's. Yeah, you keep it up with it. Is there anything you're still looking forward to watching? Any particular uh, runs or whatever? Donkey Kong Country to um, un... I don't remember the the end. Word. Yeah, I remember what you're trying. Okay, but well, yeah, I don't know what it is. Anytime you see a Donkey Kong Country game, you're usually on board. Well, number two especially. Yeah. Um, there was a good. I mean, it's usually always Mario stuff on the Friday. Yeah, I love watching Mario yeah. Sunshine. But me and Lucas have been into watching Mario Sunshine Bingo. Okay. Oh, they've done that before, haven't they? They have done yeah. that before, but this is not a bingo. Okay. So Lucas is quite disappointed. Oh. <laughs> um, but otherwise, yeah, it's it's actually they did they had to do it online fully for the last one they did during the summer, which obviously when you're running that big of an event for a week was a little rough. Um, but this year I think they have upped the quality a whole bunch. They've got their stuff together, and it's and it's been great so far. Very seamless. Um, so it, it's been just great to keep in the background when you're doing chores and stuff. And there's no bad games like so far. Every runner has been great to listen to. There's I watched a world record run for Sonic uh, 2013, I think it is. Um, but yeah, there's I've I've enjoyed every run I've watched. I do really enjoy races and bingos, but it's much harder to do obviously when you're online only. So, um, but there is still some some ones I'm looking forward to for sure. Yeah. And the nice thing too is, I mean, even if obviously, like, if you're not working from home right now, or you don't have time to catch the ones that are on really late or really early in the morning, I mean, once the event is over, a lot of these videos they go up pretty quickly on the. Uh, 
Yeah, on YouTube. Like on the yeah YouTube. Because Lucas, uh, I Lucas's school time ran into Mega Man Eleven yesterday, and he was disappointed. <laughs> we caught the last ten minutes of the run, but I told him we can watch the VOD when it comes up on YouTube, so he's very excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How much they've raised to date? Have you been keeping up? I have up? no idea. Let me pull up right now on Twitch. I mean, this is as this will be as of you know nine oh seven p.m. Eastern time on. <laughs> We're so specific. January sixth. Uh, let's see here. Okay, it looks like uh, they are currently at 640,000 and counting. Nice. That's great for a Wednesday. Yeah, and this goes towards the Prevent Cancer Foundation, yes. I believe, is their... Yep, that's their awesome uh, games on Quick One. Good. Yeah, I look forward to watching more of it, uh, hopefully Friday, Saturday, you know, like once... Yeah, it's when all the the big hitters come usually, yeah. too. All the Marios and the Zeldas and the awesome. Pokemons. Do you have a topic for next week you'd like to mention before we go? Uh, sure. I did have a, I think next week will be a movie focused one. Okay. Because I do have a couple of movie topics that I wrote down in 2020 that I, that I want to carry over to when we had more time to do this year. So I think, uh, next week we will talk about, sorry, the topic will be, uh, my favorite, my favorite sports movies of the past 20 years. Oh. I, I limited it to that time so range. So Space Jam does not count. I wouldn't have put it on there anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to cheat actually because one of the ones on my list is 1999. Oh, so, so we can include Space Jam. No, because that was still before. Okay, whatever. I, I'm pretty sure I have 10 movies on this list. So it's sort of like my unofficial top 10 of oh, sports movies. Oh, Happy Gilmore. Okay, you know what? I got to make my own list now. You, may, fine. you, may, you, don't, you don't have to have a time restriction <laughs> on your list. I'm, I'm capping mine in the last 20 years. Okay, fine. But yeah, so best sports movies. No, I have a Space Jam song in my head. Will be, will be next week's theme. Okay, so I will um, mention our email. Yes. If you have opinions of bird, birds of prey and you'd like to let us know them, you can email us. If you have games you're looking forward to in 2021 or games you want to go back to and or games you missed in 2020, let us know. Or if you have a favorite sports movie that you'd like us to shout out next episode, we can do that too. If you email us at... Op- oh. I have to say it right. Yeah, you screwed up. <laughs> when opposites react at gmail.com, and uh, we will get that and mention it next episode, or else you ought to hear all of our picks and uh, deal with that. So, and it'll be a lot of happy Gilmore. I'm going to predict that you and I will not have any. We will have one. I have one great sports movie that you actually like in my brain that I'm not going to share. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to shock you. All right. Well, um, as always, hope everybody stays safe out there. Um, you know, hopefully 2021, you know, we're turning the corner. Maybe everybody can finally get it. We can get finally get past this whole COVID, COVID-19 situation this year, get back to some form of normalcy, whether that's going to movie theaters again for me. <laughs> All you and your movie theaters. Yeah, well, it's always the first thing on my mind. <laughs> I know. Or, you know, just, just in general. I mean, just, yeah. I don't know. I It's weird because, I mean, we're... Not not quite coming up on one year of when this stuff really started to hit the fan, or where we all started to, started to have to start adopting the masks. Right. Yes. Oh yes. The masks. Uh, now now it just feels like second place. You know, it's it's you carry it with you everywhere, grocery store. Yes. You know, I mean, the reality is I haven't gone to that many places in the last few months outside of groceries, probably. I the always occasional keep it fast on food. Me. Just in yeah, case. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. So I I can't pick up the child from school without it. Yeah. So it's necessary. <laughs> It, yeah, I mean, it's weird, we're, uh, we've all been through it. It's a weird situation. We're all going through the same thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but hopefully, uh, stay, like I said, stay safe out there. Keep keep doing what you're doing. I know it's tough, but if we just, you know, stay the path, hopefully brighter, brighter times are ahead for everybody. So For sure. And maybe 
Yeah, I, I'm not gonna mention the movie theater thing again. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, maybe we'll all get to go see a movie together someday. But I'm sure, Yay. I'm sure people have much higher priorities than that. I mean, that's just my sort of top thing that I'm looking forward to doing again when you things. You just hope it's out by Mission Impossible. I was gonna say Top Gun. Oh, Top Gun! Yes, that's <laughs> yeah. sooner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or I wouldn't mind seeing James Bond in theaters still. Uh, well, so. who knows that'll happen anymore? Exactly. Kabam. HBO Max is the future, apparently. Uh, apparently, so <laughs> yeah. they say. All right. Uh, well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Like I said, Mister mentioned, shoot us an email if you like. We'll be back next week. Boys, yeah.